Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Fran. But she's actually my mom, so we usually don't watch the same shows. Because we don't even like the same shows. Okay, calm down. We're going to give it a try. Well, let's see how it goes. Anyway, let's, let's watch, watch TV. TV. I hope you don't pick anything weird. Mom, just roll with it. Hello, Let's Watch TV listeners. Hello, everybody. How are we doing today? How are you? I'm great. I just got back from seeing you. You just left Seattle. Just left Seattle. Loved it. The weather was gorgeous. For once. The scenery was beautiful. And it was so nice to see you and Morgan. Oh, well, gosh, lady, I just can't even believe it. We had a good time. Dad didn't want to come home. <laughs> you didn't want to come home. I didn't. I didn't want to come home, but yet I want to get home to my own house, my own routines. You know, your routines are off when you're away. And you were a big help because you were actually on the set of Tattletales when we filmed it. If you guys haven't watched my Tattletales videos with kids, I think they're quite funny. But the Seattle one's going to be a hoot. They are very funny. Can't very wait for those funny. Moments. The kids were so cute. It was great helping you with another couple people on the team and it was great and my, the best part about this is the timing on this episode was so good because my feel like i feel like my dog harassed you the entire time oh and, my god and today's episode of let's watch tv is on a show called my dog ate what exactly dedicated dedicated to patreon fran fran patreon fran patreon fan ma ma that's all that you made your name so thank you ma and you guys can become patreon fans too patreon.com slash joe dombrowski that's patreon.com slash joe dombrowski by being a patreon member you get to get exclusive content you get to suggest the shows for us to watch all the shows come from patreon members and you get shout outs on the podcast and such and it's what keeps us on the air so consider becoming a patreon member for only five bucks at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So we watched My Dog Ate What. It was perfect because your dog right now will eat anything if you leave it out. And I think this was a great educational show for every dog owner. It was super. We watched, it has two seasons and we watched season one and it was called Thongs, Pacifiers, and $800 was the title of this one. You, It usually shows on, Na on National Geographic Wild, but you can also catch it on Amazon Video for $2.99. And you guys, also the show is, it's from 2010. So it's a 12-year-old show. Almost a 15-year-old yeah. show. But so this informative. Is, it, it is one of those, it is timeless. Like, this will always happen yes. till the end of time. Dogs will just eat whatever. Right. Before right. we get into the episode itself, I just want to, I do want to say that Mac does usually not get into and eat as much stuff as he did when you were here. Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not placing blame, but I mm -hmm. am connecting dots. Mm. Really? So, when you were here, he ate. I was pulling your shoes out of his mouth. He ate a chicken carcass out of the garbage. He what else did he eat that you dropped? My he had another piece of chicken sandals, that was on the counter. My Skechers sandals. He had two pairs of your sandals. Lots of toilet paper, as always. He ate Morgan's 
special blanket from Peru. Ooh. Oh, you got to send that to me because I feel terrible. I didn't I catch him eating it. Too. I feel mm. terrible. I think mom and dad almost destroyed your house. I mean, it I felt tried bad about it. You've got to bring Helen's so shoes. He mm-hmm. ate pasta sauce that you spilled on the floor. Mm-hmm. He was basically just our little vacuum last week. Was. He's a true puppy. So he gets he, a lot of exercise, but he was, you know, there was new things going on in that house and he knew it, you know. 11, he, 11 months old, 11 months old, and he is not, he's been great up until this point and he's still not bad. But up until 11 no. months, it's been a dream and now he's like a full-blown teenager getting into stuff whenever he can. He's a little bit, oh my God, you won't believe what he did yesterday. What? Well, you know, we take him out to go poop and pee on the side of the house, right? And he's off leash now. So yeah, I didn't have, sometimes I didn't have a shirt on, so I didn't want to go like all the way out there. I was just like standing at the door because if you guys listen to the podcast, you know that most dogs don't poop unless you're not looking. Mac only poops if you're looking. So I'm waiting for him, waiting for him. And I see him get in this stance of something's coming. Yeah. And he's looking down the driveway. And he has never darted. He's never darted before. This dog, out of nowhere, starts barking and runs full speed to the front yard. Crosses the street and I'm Mac. Oh no! Yeah, Mac, you need to look both ways. You cannot be doing that. (laughs) Runs clear across the street. There's an Amazon truck delivering a package to the house across the street from ours. He jumps in the Amazon truck. I was like, you just. He sure did. I'm like, you just kidnapped yourself. Just, I was like, oh my God, unbelievable. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, like, come back, come back, come back. So, was his pager on? His, his pager, his buzzer was on, was not really? on, was not on. And oh. as you guys know, I know there's a lot of controversy against this, but we're trying to get Max certified to be a therapy dog so we can take him to go visit kids and seniors and all that for, for, dog therapy and in order to do that he needs to pass like very rigorous tests and they have an e-collar on him which some people are like that's so cruel we don't really use it like that it's it we only use the vibrate and he is very when it vibrates he knows like oh shit it's time like you don't have to do anything else but Mm -mm. i'll tell you what highly effective highly effective yeah, he knows oh, when he's got that pager and, on and when he doesn't. And also, just so everybody knows, when he went through his training and they started using the e-collar on him, when they gave us the e-collar and we had to go through training and we had to wear it and zap ourselves so we knew what it would feel like. And it's really not that bad. No. And plus, it protects him, too, from running across the street or getting well, into trouble damn. or darting places. But... He definitely is different when he doesn't have it on. He, you know, he has a hard time listening when he doesn't have it on. Yeah. But when you put that thing on him immediately, first of all, you got to hustle him to the ground. And he's big. Oh, my God. He's and let, let me tell everybody, thank God for uh, Mimas and Papas and not everything else. Because when we were there, 
I was we saying, call and my mom saying, me. They my call me Mima. That damn Morgan. Max that better Mima. not stick when I when I have babies. <laughs> Morgan calls, babies, Morgan calls her Mima and she hates it. And it's so funny. <laughs> that better not it's stick. So anyway. Oh, it's hundred percent sticking. It's not sticking. I'm not a Mima. I'm a Nona, maybe, but I'm not you're, a Mima. You're not a Nona. You're a Mima. I'm a Are grandma. You, how about a Mimi? No. No. <laughs> anyway. What was I telling you? Forgot what I was telling you. Something about that little rascal. Morgan? Oh, I forgot. Or the dog. No. The dog. I don't call Morgan a rascal. <laughs> you I, were I talking. It you were saying he's getting bigger. Oh, that's right. But when we got there, I said, he sure is skinny. Oh, I feel Are so you bad about feeding this. him enough. And he has feeding issues in terms of allergic, allergic to, to chicken and all this yeah. other kind of stuff. Because he was, he took out a whole charcuterie board on the counter. Oh yeah, he ate a I whole mean, charcuterie board, gone. you guys, and shat out whole apricots the next day. I was looking at his poop. I thought, I thought he had worms, like grubs. It looked like larva yeah. in his poop, and I was like, oh nope, just an apricot that kind of lost its color a little bit. He was on that counter so fast and wolfed that down. Plus, you could tell he was a little skinny. I forgot so I he said, ate a full charcuterie board. Oh, my God. And something else he got on the counter, too. I, I mean, I would turn a second and he was behind me, whoop, got it off the counter, which whoop. is not good. So anyway, I said, he told you told us what you were feeding him. Come to find out you decided to weigh him and you weren't feeding him enough. Yeah. So I, I'm an idiot. You go, oh, my God. Be- you were still feeding we him never, when he was six months old. He's almost a year. Yeah, we never increased his feeding. Oh, God. For about like five months. He was getting three cups yeah. of food. He was getting three cups of food a day. So one cup three times a day. And then we weighed him. Yeah. And the bag said for his weight now, he's supposed to be getting four and a half cups of it. We're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Whoops. But thank God for were you amazed at how quickly he gained weight? I feel like he gained he weight. He started to gain some weight. How long were you in town? Ten days. I feel days. like mm-hmm. I feel like he thickened up in ten days. Well, part of that's because Mima was, was less, letting him get into everything. But well, he was less antsy too. He was a little less antsy for food. He wasn't jumping up on the counter anymore. And he's mm-hmm. got vet prescription food, you know. But you got to remember to weigh him every month because he's a growing baby. He's a growing. Well, he's boy. going to the dermatologist in two weeks. Thank God. So hopefully they'll get a good. Thank weight God, on him. little baby. Oh, he's so oh, allergic. But anyway, it was anyway, with him and so Ma Ma made us watch. My dog ate what? And let me tell you what this show is my favorite thing. Dogs mixed with my least favorite thing: watching surgeries. <laughs> I Even if it's an animal, I'm like, no, 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 no. So. Let's start with the first dog. The first dog Let's start with is... the premise. Of... Oh, the, yeah. The, well, do we have to even tell them the premise, Mom? The show's called My well, Dog it's just about, It's veterinarians tell a story, the stories, these horrifying and hilarious stories about what they find. It's veterinarians and the family. 
Yeah, but the yeah, and they're telling the story of what their dogs ate and what they found on X-ray and what they had a, and and the problems they were having and what they had to do about it. Now, like I said, it's extremely educational because it makes you. It made me think about Louis for some for some reasons. He doesn't chew anything, but for sure, Mac did. Louis, did used to, I remember it, oh Louis ate. I remember Louis ate a hat of mine that I loved when I lived with you, and he was about a year old, and then. That's really it. He really didn't get into too much. He didn't. Marshall no. did our first golden retriever. Oh, our first every. golden retriever. You guys, our first golden retriever one time made a bag of water balloons and shat out party colors. It was, <laughs> it was intense. The backyard was blue, yellow, green, red. So now, this first I do want to say a- the show. Mm-hmm. The show started with a disclaimer that it contains reenactments and the objects consumed by the dogs in the show were made of safe food products and are uh, and it was just a fun dramatization purposes only so the the things that you see them eat like they had a belt it looked like a belt but it wasn't it was the belt made from was food products first of all but that was alarming to me because at the beginning they're like it's all what you're seeing is all a dramatization it's not real right, right. and then they give right. this dog a a fake belt when he a fake mm-hmm. leash and he already ate a leash. I'm like, isn't this kind of like training the dog? Like, here's another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was sort of like, oh no. Um well the first dog was Riley and he was a three year old yellow lab and there were three kids in the family cute. who and loved Riley, him, loved him. Riley ate a whole intact ear of corn on the cob, but with it the had it had the holder on it still. The skewer, the metal First skewer. of all, this corn on the cob was like a foot long. And this dog, like, how did that not break through his esophagus going down? Like, could you That's believe? what they were worried about. Because the sharp part was in the corn on the cob. And, the, <laughs> and it looked, and they first said it was about five inches long with the yeah, skewer. It, it was a big skewer. It was no joke. But what? Right. And then so they said, well, we can't. They were like, well, we can't guarantee that the skewer is going to. This is what got me. They were like, we can't guarantee that this that the skew that the holder is going to stay because the holder had two metal needles at the end. So they're like, we can't guarantee it's going to stay in the corn. So we have to do surgery. And I was like, I think you would have had to do surgery even if it didn't have the skewer, because something tells if I know anything about corn, it's that. It comes out whole, and if a dog ate a whole, whole corn on the cob, I don't know that it would be able to shit out a whole corn on the cob. Well, that's what they were saying, that it would be really impossible from the rectum going, you know, passing through. They wouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to put poop that out. So they had to go and get it <laughs> and found that it was seven inches long, intact, with the skewer intact to the corn on the cob when they t- took it out. So this I hate. This I hate. They were like, they were like, you have two choices. We either put the dog down or do surgery. It's yeah. like surgery, obviously. By the way, Fortune Feimster in her new special, I've seen her do this joke twice now. She has a new joke about how her dog had this. And they were given the choice of put it down or do some surgery. <laughs> you got to watch the joke when her special comes out. It's so funny. But any there's dog hair on my microphone. But they were saying that 
This was a Labrador retriever, and they are bred to retrieve, and that's why they get everything and eat everything, and they're fixated naturally. But, but because hold of the on. Ver- retrieving means grab it and give it to you, not eating it. And this dog Well, if there's somebody on the other end to retrieve it. A spoiler alert, they selected surgery and the dog was fine. Okay. Next. Then dog. came Marley. Gotta talk about this dog. What was it? A King Charles Spaniel? He was a Spaniel? Cavalier King Charles Cavalier. Spaniel. Yeah, he was- King Charles Spaniel. Listen. They didn't, at first, they didn't know what it was. But this dog was trying to poop and it couldn't. And the owners went up to the dog and it had a tag sticking out of its butthole. And as you're watching the show... The owners are like there holding the dog and they're like holding up its tail and there's like a tag coming out of the dog's butthole. And then I remembered, oh, it's a dramatization. It's not, this isn't real. And then I started to think, this poor dog, they somehow had to fasten a fake tag to its butthole just for the reenactment. How trauma, like this dog went through that trauma and here they are making it live through it again. And the, the part that was crazy is they even like <laughs> they even like discolored it to look like there was maybe some some poo. It was it was very it was a real dramatization. Yeah. Well, what did he eat? What first of all, one of the things that that owner said was this dog is not trainable. And I thought bullshit. Every dog is trainable and you could tell by the things that they were not doing that they didn't train the dog. Now, Cavalier King Spaniels are very usually meek and mild, supposedly, and very comforting and relaxing. And this dog like had ADD for sure. Right. Really? But they weren't doing anything to avoid any of these problems. Until after the fact. And every dog is trained even after the fact. I believe that too. I've watched a lot of these shows and even the toughest dogs, they get breakthroughs. I mean, like, girl, this dog's not untrainable. You just didn't call Caesar Milan yet. Mm, boop. So what they did was they went up there, followed put the it tag. Down. They hit it. They they beat it with a baseball bat. They said, we're done. <laughs> just kidding. I'm they just... pulled out a thong. So the doctor, the... the doctor's like, if I reach any resistance, I'll stop pulling. She pulled out a whole friggin' thong. Mind you. Whole thong. The daughter and the mom are standing there. And the whole time this is happening, you're like, whose thong is this? And apparently they showed the thong to the husband. And the husband was like, I don't recognize that thong. That's my daughter's thong. Why does she have a thong that look like a that? It was a a thong for sassy time. It was a thong for sassy time. Yeah, the daughter was about 15, 16 years old. And then out of nowhere... They cut to the younger brother, who you've never met, and all of a sudden he's like, "When my mom told me what a thong was, I was disgusted." <laughs> <laughs> but they pulled out that whole thong, and then that daughter was, "Oops!" Pulled out a whole thong, and then he more... ate another thong. After the whole incident of them. What do they do? This was their fault. They decided this was their- that they won't go in the laundry basket, so they put a bunch of towels on top of the laundry basket. Are you kidding me? 
that dog tipped over that laundry basket so easily. And ate another thong, but this time the thong had beads on it because she was getting, yes. I don't know what that daughter was doing. I'm sure she was not practicing her belly dancing, but it was something. And So they saw the beads on the x-ray, but they didn't see the thong. I forgot this one. Did they pull it out or did they do surgery? They did surgery. They had to do surgery because of the beads. And then finally, the and family. And then when they pulled the beads out, it was connected to the thong. And then the family goes, well, now we keep all of our stuff up high. And we told everyone they have to have a laundry basket with a lid. And I'm like, and train your dog, girl. There's other steps you got to be taken here. Really? Unreal. Now, I think this next one, his name was Pablo and he was a bull mastiff. And he was this one gigantic. Was very interesting. Very interesting. Because, first of all, this dog ate a leash like it was a friggin' noodle. Like, he would have put some pasta sauce on that and had leash a Tony. Like, it was. But it he was, was a, a very lot. relaxed, comfortable. Bull Mastiffs are cool dogs. I, oh, yeah. English Mastiffs, any Mastiff, they're just like a big baby. I love them. They, they I think are. they well, drool, though. I don't know. Well, they show that the parents were uh, always taking him for walks, right? And one time they saw him wobbling on the back end and losing yeah. his balance. So they took him to the doctor and neurology wound up seeing him doing an MRI. And they found that he had a syndrome called wobbler syndrome in, in these dogs or any dogs. And it's a neuro disease in large breed dogs where the cervical vertebrae is unstable and there's malformation of the vertebrae. And the bones aren't connecting correctly. So the dog has weakness in his back limbs. But and had it's that treated on with, top of this, right? Well, they started treating the disease with steroids, which increases your appetite and your thirst. So the dog had this voracious appetite, right? So in order, they thought they were doing a good thing. And they laid him at the bottom of the stairs because it makes you pee a lot. And they covered his little dog thing with all these pee pads. Yeah. And they took him his leash and connected it to the banister of the stairway. And I'm thinking, that's so cruel. But they didn't, didn't do it to be cruel. They thought they would just keep him in a place and he'd be more comfortable. So what happened, Joe? He ate a leash. He chowed through the leash, ate the whole entire leash. They found him the next morning in the kitchen just well, they, about well, they were like, behind. they were like, they knew right away. Leash. They were like, here, let me give you a little bit about about English Mastiffs, though. OK, this is on I'm on the AKC website researching them right now. They are they have full points in affection with family, full points with good with children. Yes. They got two points knocked down with good with other dogs for whatever really? reason. I don't know about that. But yeah, physical. Low shed dog, monthly grooming. You do not have to do frequent grooming. They have se about 75% drooling level. So it's not, oh, okay. you don't always need a towel, but they do drool. They are open to strangers pretty much. They have a mild playfulness level. They are a watchdog and very protective in nature. Nice and vigilant, it says. But they have a high adaptability level. Their personalities, they're moderately trainable, moderate energy level, very low barking dog, about mild in mental stimulation, so kind of a lazy dog. But overall, it is a very good family dog and a good protection dog. 
So yep. when this dog was just laying around, that made sense. But also, they obviously knew something was going on. Yeah, and they couldn't find the leash. And, the, and then they finally came to the conclusion that the leash was gone and he ate it. It was a long leash. It was five feet long. And he ate the entire thing. And the good thing, it didn't pass through the stomach. Thank God. Because if it would have passed through the stomach, they would have had to put him down right. So they did an endoscopy where they went in through his mouth. They put him under anesthesia, put in a tube, tracheal tube, and they pulled it out, which was really good. And he just, you know, came out of the anesthesia and did just fine. But that was five feet of leash that dog ate. So they stopped, obviously tying him to the banister right that's crazy that's crazy i that felt bad good. for that puppy i know mastiffs so are cool dogs they're like really yeah. cool those parents didn't have any kids yet you know and that was their family dog and it was really cute well the next one was brand branson the bulldog Branson, um, the bull- we you want to know what a bulldog was our second choice if we weren't going to get a golden retriever i know what do you think about that? Also, by the way, an English Mastiff is 35, number 35 on the AKC popularity ranking. A Bulldog, I think I could have, We, I would have done a Bulldog. I would have very much liked a Bulldog. I would have worried about him going up and down our stairs. I think that we kind of like to do more with our dog. Like, I love taking Mac on walks. We love taking Mac to the park to run and play with other dogs. And you got to be careful with bulldogs that they don't overheat. So... what? How's Mac doing with his back legs? You said that there was a little bit of... He was limping a couple times. No, it's his front leg. He was, he, he was oh. limping, but we did what the vet said. What was and that? And we... He was on an anti-inflammatory pill for a week and we also rested him for a week and he is totally fine now. It's weird. It like comes and goes. We're not quite sure. Also, we didn't do an English bulldog because they have apparently a lot of respiratory issues that become a mm. problem. So we didn't do it. But before we get into this, English bulldog recognized as sixth on the AKC popularity breed ranking. Mm. So what happened that, with English that- bulldog? That 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 bulldog might have been easier for you with the respiratory problems. She, oh my god! I feel like Mac. Max got every like we bought this dog thinking it was going to be perfect. This breeder, oh my god! I mean, hey, you know what they say? They always say, "Don't get your dog from a breeder." That I'm not. I wouldn't do a rescue, everybody, just so we know if you're a rescue person, honestly, good for you. I can't, if you are one of those holier than thou rescue people, can't stand you. You're not better than anybody else. I I just don't like when rescue people act like they're better than everyone else. Like sometimes people will be like, like this woman was like, is that a purebred? And we're like, yeah, they're like, did you get him from a breeder? We're like, yeah, she's like, well, you should have gotten a rescue. Just fully inserted herself. So I looked at her kids. I said, did you rescue them? Don't try me, girl. Don't try me. But well, here's my here's my thing. Here's my thing. Yeah, everybody just thinks for a reason. Mom, as you know, we rescued a dog and it bit me in the face. I have a scar Mm -hmm. in my face that you cannot see because I wear a beard. I'm not trying to rescue a dog. Like I'm not and I'm not trying to make my life harder by doing all this thing with a rescue dog and all of that. I'm so glad you did it. People need to do it. It wasn't in my cards. However, do do purebred dogs have some some genetic issues sometimes? 
Clearly, yes. <laughs> Clearly, yes. Mm -hmm. Back to the English bulldog. Exactly. Well, the family had this English bulldog before they had kids, right? So he was that family pet. Then they had their first children and they were triplets. They wound up with three boys and this dog. They were really busy oh. and they were two and a half years old at the time of this incident. And because they had pacifiers all over, they had them in the car, in the house, in every room, you know, everywhere they went, they had pacifiers. Well, the dog started to, they noticed that there were bits of pacifier in the dog's stool. Finally, they were missing pacifiers, just thought that they lost them somewhere. And here they, the dad, when he's picking up the stool, saw these green pieces of pacifier. That This was crazy, too, like watching it come out. Oh, it was just a reenactment. I have to remind myself that Exactly. Sometimes. So but. one day, he was feeling fine. Never had a problem. One day he started throwing up. So they took him to the vet. Of course, they x-rayed him. And the x-rays showed these, just these long linear stripes of something thick in, you know, his system. And they saw about five to six of these long pieces. So they went into, they opened him up. He was full of pacifiers. They picked 27 pacifiers out of this dog. And the dog was That's not that so big. Wild. 27 pacifiers came out and two thirds of them were whole. Wow. So they washed him up and they put him in a package and gave him back to the owners. <laughs> that but is so. He oh, wasn't showing uh, any symptoms. That's what people need to know. Not always do dogs show symptoms right away. True. True. The last mm -hmm. dog was my favorite. What kind of dog was it? For some Bonnie? reason, I can't remember. Bonnie yeah, was remember. a Rottweiler. Oh, a Rottweiler. And this husband, no, no, no. I don't know. There was two more dogs. Bonnie was a Rottweiler and Joe was at the end. Well, we only have time for one more. So can we, what did okay, Bonnie so eat, Joe... by the way? Wait, real quick, just like fast. What did Bonnie eat? Let me look. She had a septic abdomen. Hmm. Oh, she ate. Oh, no. I don't, I forgot. Let me look. God. Piece of plastic rubber. There, and first of all, her surgery cost $10,000 the first time. They had to go in and do, she had a septic abdomen. God, I, I believe, I can't believe I didn't write down. She had pieces of plastic and rubber inside of her. The first mm -hmm. surgery cost $10,000. They had to go back in and because she got sick again nine days later. So the whole hospitalization and surgeries cost this family $18,000, which they didn't have, getting these pieces of plastic and rubber out of her that she ate. And I forgot what exactly that it was, but, Jeez. you know, family, they couldn't afford it, but they wanted to save their dog. It was about, it was again, the decision, do I put him down or do I pay for all the surgery? That's yeah. difficult. Question. It is. It is. It was Joe. He was a seven-year-old chocolate lab and he was throwing up whole $20 bills. Every the once in dad, a while, I don't know what his job is, but this dad comes home with $800 cash in an envelope. In an envelope. <laughs> and this dog eats mm -hmm. it all. Here's my thing. I got to tell you, the only reason I think that dog would eat that cash is if it was on a stripper. No, he. It, they said in the, the show it was about some work, construction work or something that was done and paid in cash mm -hmm. they and said the that dad to save face the husband put it on the table 
And they said that, that cash, cash is very difficult. That was that was stripper they were cash. Twenty dollar bills. Like Cooter, and that dog went for it. No, stop! Don't talk like that. Just saying. Anyway, Just saying. every so often, the dog would throw up a full. <laughs> it was like a slot machine. <laughs> well, they gave it like this peroxide mix, which apparently you can do if Eventually. you need your dog to throw up. Not I'm not peroxide. looking. I'm not giving you the rest. Yes, it is peroxide, mom. It was not peroxide. It was morphine and this epicac syrup. But to, you can do peroxide. We we needed Mac to throw up one time and our vet gave us the recipe. I'm not going to give it to the people because I don't need people making their dogs. This one throw wasn't. Up. It was a. They had to induce vomiting and give him an IV, and the it was really sad because that poor baby was vomiting, they had vomiting, to but he vomited food. up. Yep. Whole twenty dollar bills and the rest. The rest of it came out to $780. The vet washed them and cleaned them all. They said that money is hard to digest because it's linen is what they said on the show. Linen. That money is made of linen and it's hard to break down into the system. That's why the $20 just kept coming out whole. It is. So it's, that it was. Let me ask you before we close. Are you going to watch the show again? No, or, I'm. Done. Or, I mean, I've had an, enough of that. But I, but it made me think about what I do with Louie. I thought it would help you with Mac to like. It makes you ultra aware when you have oh, a dog. Oh, for like, sure. Be careful. I be also. Careful. Yeah. I I will definitely be a little bit more vigilant with my poochie because yeah, you don't need to be eating no couch. You guys, I'm back or on rubber. tour this weekend. I'm going to be in Miami. After that, Salt Lake City, Vegas, Boise, Rhode Island, Chicago, Milwaukee, Rochester, Atlanta, New Orleans, Portland, Boston, Charlotte, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Appleton, Wisconsin, Louisville, Kentucky. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com and... Also, by the way, you can become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. And that's how we get the members of the show to tell us what to watch. Exactly. Hello to our newest Patreon member, Jen Smith and Brooke. Hi, Jen. Hi, Brooke. Thank you guys for becoming Patreon members. We love you guys so much, and we'll see you next time on Let's Let's Watch Watch TV. TV. Don't do anything. (laughs) 